0: Welcome to Reconnecting Us, Soulful Conversations that Deepen Our Relationships to Ourselves and Each Other. I am Ruchi Jane. Thank you so much for joining. Today I'm sharing an interview I did with Christine Barath recently. She is a working psychic medium, and um, we talk a little bit about her day, um, her perspective, and um, what it takes to do the work that she does. It was a lot of fun to record and I hope you enjoy listening. Hi, today I'm here with Christine Baroth and I, um, Christine is a psychic medium that I met in 2018 soon after my brother passed. I met her um, in a meetup group that she was leading. Um, to develop psychic and mediumship skills. And I remember being so excited about it because I, you know, it was practices I never had done and people I've never met. And, you know, meeting Christina herself was was awesome. And um, and I always felt like my brother came with me to each meeting, which was also so nice and peace giving at the time because I I missed him and it was soon after he passed a couple months later. And I remember being so scared <laughs> to do the first to ask Christine for a first mediumship reading because I was like, she's so different from me. She's, you know, I'm so quiet and and you know, don't show my emotions enough or and she's not gonna understand me. Or I was so scared <laughs> to get that first reading with with you. And um every single reading I've had though, and every healing has been like off the charts. And I'm so grateful for you being in my life. And the peace that I receive received every time I've gotten a mediumship reading with you has been so immense and so exactly what I needed each time. And so I'm so grateful that you're in my life and grateful that you're doing this with me. So thank you for being here with me.
1: Of course. Ruchi, you've become my friend through this whole thing. You really have. Um, I care about you deeply, and just that chance meeting, you have become my friend, and I cherish your friendship.
0: Oh, Thank you. I cherish your friendship, too. Do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners? Hi,
1: everybody. Um, I'm Christine Barrett. I'm a psychic medium. I live in New Jersey and presently where I work.
0: And, um, when did you find out about mediumship and your ability to do mediumship and psychic readings?
1: That's very, very hard. Um, a lot of people would like to hear, of course, oh, I've been doing this my whole life and blah, blah, blah. And that's just not true. Um, I never fit in. I was always different. I always had a lot of anxiety. I did see spirits when I was very young and it shut down, um, the way that it came for me to realize that this was something that I can do was actually through a psychic reading with someone who was a medium. Hmm. And she said, you know, you're a medium. I was like, what's a medium? (laughs) You know, (laughs) I just wanted to know about my future, which is what everybody wants. And we talked about it a bit. And that's when all the pieces started to fall in place because I always knew things. I always saw things, you know, I thought, Everybody did. I thought that was normal for everyone. So that's when the journey started.
0: And how old were you when that happened?
1: Oh my gosh. I was in my forties. Okay. I was in my forties. You know, I always saw things. I always told people things, um, but I didn't, you know, I just thought everyone did that. I didn't know it was a thing.
0: I didn't realize it was so much later for some reason. I thought you had started earlier. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. It opened. It opened up much later, and the way I understand it is, a lot of mediums go through severe trauma, and I went through some severe, severe traumas, and then I guess I needed to learn from those before I could open up, and that's pretty much what happened. So, as far as how long have I been seeing spirits, and you know all of that, I don't know. Always, mm-hmm. but never really knew what it was.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I always, I love how you are, that you, um, you always say it's so cool, like when you find something new, which, you know, doesn't seem to scare you at all, which for me, like, it, it scares me a little bit when I find out something new, or that I realize the spirit is sitting next to me, it scares me a little, but it doesn't, you seem so comfortable with it, were you always, like from the very beginning, comfortable yeah, with yeah. it, yeah.
1: Yes, because strange things (laughs) always happen. Normal for me, normal. So when new things come and there's new experiences and new learning, oh my God, it's so exciting. It's so exciting because we never know everything because we're not on the other side. Yeah. And really, what's there to be afraid of? What's going to happen to me? Nothing. I mean, it's it's great. It's all new stuff. So Yeah. yeah, it is exciting to me. And I'm not afraid because I already lived through my super scary stuff. Yeah. You know. And yeah. it can't be worse than that. It's just cool. It's it's awesome. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. It's so interesting that that happens that after it's like we need that trauma or that loss to get us down to our I don't know, to ground or like to get us humbled enough to see what's possible or I don't know, to open up to something that we never did before. Like, I also felt like I didn't think I could do mediumship either until my brother passed and I had that loss. Like, and I felt he told me that you could do this too. Like, that was the reason I went to the meetup group in the first place was because I felt him telling me, you got to do this yourself. You can do this all the time. So it's interesting just that 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 happens, that trauma open we think it is terrible and we don't wish it on anyone including ourselves but it also opens us to things that we didn't think were possible which is
1: cool (laughs) and the spirit world and your spirit guides will open doors for you to walk through i free will i could have or not i could have dismissed that person that was reading me and said i don't even know what you're talking about whatever but I didn't. I started to study. I found mentors. I was interested. I wasn't afraid. I thought, well, this is interesting. Okay, let's go. But new doors are always open. Like you came to the meetup group. What sent you to that meetup group, right? Yeah. something from the other side or someone from the other side opened the door for you. And that door was for you to walk through or not because you have free will. Yeah. Do other mediums have different abilities than I do? Oh, yeah, we're all individual. Are there some that, you know, spoke to spirits when they were very young and went on for their whole life? Sure. Are there a lot of mediums that open up later? Absolutely. So it's really up to us to walk through the door or not, whether we're going to go. And don't get me wrong. It is a scary thing because we're human. And the scary part is, Oh, my God, am I going to be terrible? What if I hurt someone's feelings? What if I'm not getting something right? That's all ego, human-based stuff. That's the scary part of it. So is this like, you know, skip through the flowers journey? Uh Uh-uh, not even close. Not even close. You know, you are called in to do some serious work and hold people's feelings and their emotions and their traumas and their loss and their grieving. That is scary. Mm. So for me, my trauma helps me. My trauma is my past because it makes me realize what you feel like at that time. I have an understanding of loss and and trauma and pain. So it's really up to us. And many people are opening now, Mm. you know, later in life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good to know that it's never too late to open up to Mm -hmm your gifts if you're, if you're wanting to. Yeah. And yeah, that's good to real, to realize you have a, you have free will. You can choose to not open that door, go through that open door or you can like, yeah, it's always your choice. Um, what was the hardest part about learning to do this for you? Like the beginning of it.
1: Imposter syndrome. Hmm. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, you know, am I a fraud? Is this real? Am I good enough? Absolutely. That's the hardest, hardest part to trust that it's right and go forward, no matter how scared you are, no matter how anxious you are. Yeah, that's the hardest part.
0: Yeah. And um, did you right away decide to make this your career, your your way of livelihood for no
1: No way no no. way um that was all um spirit-based the other side based I I was a hairdresser for over 30 years Mm. and you know this journey started and I found myself in a terrible salon and it was the worst experience and I found another job and that one was worse and so I got another job, a third job, and that was by far the worst of all. And I wound up quitting that job without a job lined up. And I, of course, have to work. I'm a single mom. And I suddenly had no job for the first time in my life. But I was doing this on the side, you know, as my, you know, in the evenings and whenever. So I just started to do more and more and more. And it opened up like, like a flood. And was Mm -hmm. so good and so fulfilling and so wonderful. But, you know, honestly, it took me a year to realize that the spirit world or my guides, whoever was guiding, put me in one bad shop after another. So I would finally say, I'm out. (laughs) And then it was where I was supposed to go. But of course, I didn't know because I was fearful. I need money. I have to have a job. The things that we all do, right? And it wasn't that I trusted, it just kind of like rolled that way easily. Yeah. And it was, I'm telling you, it was a full year before I was like, oh my God, that was my spirit guides putting me in those bad jobs. Mm-hmm. So I would finally end that portion of my life. Yeah. And that's how it happened.
0: So during the time it was like you were just doing what you had to do. Like it felt like. The right next thing to do is just to do more readings since you didn't have a a job. It was
1: was that I was doing the readings, and then there was referral after referral after referral after referral, and it got busier and busier and busier. And even if I thought to find a job, I couldn't because it was so busy. And (laughs) I just, but really, a whole year, you think, you know, the spiritually enlightened would be like, oh, thank you for sending me this new job. I was just rolling with it. And mm. that's kind of how it happened.
0: Yeah. That's so. so beautiful. Like how, yeah, everything opened up for you when you, when you just gave in to it kind of in a way that's so cool. Um, and it's inspiring for, for me and I'm sure other people, how does your day go now? Usually like, how do you prepare for your day? How do you, you know, cause it, I know you have reading after reading or, or or healings in between. How do you prepare for it?
1: Um, Well, I make sure I have enough time in the morning to pull myself together. I take a little time for me and I generally start a little bit later, you know, 10 o'clock, something like that. I always meditate always in the morning. Um, Not for a long time, but I do. And I connect with the spirit world and I sit in the power and then I always write a letter to my spirit guides. Dear spirit guides, mm. help me with today, help me with my people. I field appointments, you know, I book appointments, I field appointments. I have changed how I work a lot over time, depending on how I'm feeling energetically. It takes a lot out of me. So mm. I make sure that I um I take a little time in between my clients. And I really had to change it because it. My energy goes so high when I do a medium chip read. Different for psychic. And even now, I for the last year I've been changing how I do readings because I felt ungrounded. I felt like spacey and crazy. So what I would do, I would eat. I would eat in between every client and ultimately put on 40 pounds. (laughs) And I'm sitting with people all day, not like doing hair when I'm standing and running around. So the last year I've changed that. And I do sit and meditate in between all clients now, instead of eating (laughs) because that was just what I was doing. And so then I do my readings. Um, I'm thankful in between everyone and I try not to get frustrated. Yeah. And the, the frustration part is high because so many people don't understand psychic or medium or what it is. Um, And they have lots of questions or their expectations are different than what they've booked for. So I have to, like, keep myself together and realize Mm -hmm. not everybody knows. So that's a harder part of my day. Yeah. That that portion of it.
0: The expectations of other people coming to you. you Yes.
1: Thinking they understand what, what it is and what they're getting and what they want. And, you know, most people, and myself included, want everything. You know, they, they're like, I like a mediumship reading, and then I want a psychic reading, and then maybe you could throw me on your Reiki table. Ooh, I can't do that. I can't do that. For me, it doesn't work. For other people, maybe. For me, no. So that's pretty much what I do. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I'm toast. I'm done. Yeah. I, I am like everybody. I sit on the couch and watch television because I'm tired.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that people understand how much goes into just one reading of any kind or one healing that you, you know, do, do you want to, can you explain to people what, just in case they decide to call you after this, to book a yeah. reading with you, what the difference is between a psychic and a mediumship reading for people? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Psychic is um, past, present, and future. Uh, I use tarot cards, oracle cards, a lot of people do, but really what they are, they're really just an energetic storyboard, um so that's past present future but what most people need to know is the future is never certain and carved in stone because we have free will and our free will changes our choices decisions reactions actions change our future every minute of every day yes right? so that's what psychic mm-hmm. is and psychic energy mostly it comes from the client you know i work with my guides and you know angels and whatnot in the spirit world, but it really comes from who's sitting in front of me, um, either virtual or in person. So that's psychic mediumship is connecting to um, a past loved one, a discarnate soul who is on the other side. And the reason for mediumship is to give the spirit a voice Mm. because they don't have a voice. They can hear you speaking, but you can't hear them. So, It's to give the spirit world a voice, Okay. but it it can be, um, a lot of people think that it's like TV, you know, and the spirit is sitting next to me, speaking in full sentences, giving me all the information. Unfortunately, it's not like that. And it's not like that for me. Um, they show me signs, symbols, and images. It's like spiritual charades and I have to put it together because they don't have a body. They don't have a voice box. Yeah. So you know um they come through with a lot of feelings and emotions so that's what a mediumship reading is and it's for you to have peace and your spirits don't want you to grieve they don't want you to grieve yeah and of course we do but that's not what they want so that's what a mediumship reading is
0: yeah yeah i remember just um I mean myself feeling peace when I've connected with my brother, but with you or any other medium, that's the feeling I would walk away from most and and during is that inner peace of knowing he's okay and he's still with me and I can connect with him. And this relationship goes on. I remember feeling that as the most the thing that brought me the most peace, that in the midst of this loss that this Ill relationship with him and I, or whoever it is that you lose, that it continues. And, and then with the psychic readings, I just, I noticed in, in my own practice, practicing that and going to readings that the cards are just a tool for, which is what you were saying, but I don't know that people understand that sometimes I think that they think that they're totally reading the cards and not the energy, not connecting with guides And that feels important to know that you're doing a lot of internal connecting to the spirit world and to their energy and to what they bring. And the cards are just a tool to tell the story so that they can understand what you're communicating to them. Yes.
1: Uh, Some cool things happen with the cards, though. I, I mean, I have to say, you know, I'll have somebody and they don't start with a question. And all of a sudden I have like, ooh, problems with the relationship. But the card tells me that. And then I can connect and say, well, what's happening? Right. Like not to the person, but to whoever's working with me. Um, so I, it, it can be unbelievably cool what comes up in the yes. cards. Yeah. You know, so they, the cards work well with me. They're my tool. Yes. So they're super important. Could I read without them? Sure, I can. But they add an extra level of ooh, well, this is awesome. So it's yeah. pretty cool how it happens. So yeah, they do have a very strong place in my readings. Yes.
0: yes. And then um what so can I ask? Do you ever feel that the spirit person spirit that you connect with in the mediumship reading? Do they hang around after? they leave the person leaves
1: sometimes they do yeah, yeah. and sometimes ha- they do yeah
0: yeah and how does that how does that work for you like do you ask them to leave or do they yeah
1: <laughs> i do i do because yeah. sometimes something they they'll hang around one because you know like I, I don't know why i'm not on the other side but they might have something else to say um that i didn't hear because a spirit can only work with what i have in my brain Right, it's my mainframe. They can't send me things that I don't know anything about. Like, I won't speak another language. Say, so if they still hang around, I will ask them. You know, like what, what, what do you want me to text them? What do you want me to tell them? But I do, I do cleanse my house. I don't want spirits around my house. They drain my energy, and they're not mine to keep. So. I will, I do, I'll sage, uh, I'll Palo Santo, I'll, I do tell them, you have to believe. Oh, most go with their people, though. Most okay. do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's so important to know, because, um, yeah, some people don't realize how much it takes from you as the reader um, to do this work. It's 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 a lot. I can see that it's a lot. Um. What is the best part about being a medium and then the worst part?
1: The best part is seeing someone with a moment of joy. Like I could feel their heart just so happy and, you know, they cry and I could, that's the best part. That they get something so important for them that they've been missing. Yeah. And that is the best part. The worst part. You know, I don't know that there's a worst part. Are there downfalls? Absolutely there are. There's a lot of them. Um, Mostly it's my energy level. Like just how tired it can make me. And how exhausted or spaced out I would become. That's the hard part. But, you know, there's also readings that don't go so well. I'm not perfect. I'm just a girl here, you know, in New Jersey connecting to the other side. Yeah. And if the connection is not good or if someone comes through they don't want to talk to or not who they're seeking, which happens because some spirits are stronger than others um, and their disappointment if they don't get the person they're looking for. And okay. that can be really hard because most people that come have someone specific, very few people come and say, whoever wants to come, that's great. Very few people have that. There usually is someone they have in mind and that's the hardest part and can be the most disappointing. And that stays with me for a long time. Yeah. When that happens, it does. Cause I feel so bad and I feel that's that imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. It brings up the ego. And I just really have to just go with that. So that's, that's the, the hardest. Part. Another thing that's a problem is um, being out in the world and saying, hi, I'm a medium. Oh my God. Oh my God. Cause everybody's like, Oh, who's around me? What do they have to say? So you tend to keep it quiet. Yeah. You know, and that is very difficult walking around like that. Yeah. Um, that that's really hard because People are very flip about it. And this is not a flip business at all. It's just not. Yeah. Um, That's hard. That's a, a definite downfall. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I wish people understood that more, you know, that you're just human. You're just human, just like everyone else. And you're, trying to make a living and you just have this ability and desire to help people. And this is how you can help them. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's work. I mean, even though you love it and you love being able to help people connect and find that peace, it's still work. It's still draining and serious. It's serious work that can't just be done in a moment's notice unless the spirit comes to you and, Which is rare that happens, you know, to someone. (laughs) Yeah. When
1: I'm walking around in public, I am closed. I I have um, a routine that I do to open and to close. When I'm in public, I'm closed. I'm not doing readings. I'm not checking out people's auras. I'm walking around just like everybody doing my thing. And you'll see on television, you know, a medium will go into a store and then start to read someone. You'll see that. But what we forget on this side of the television is that it is scripted. Yes. Those people know the medium is coming in. The medium opens up before they go. That's television. You know, does it happen sometimes? Yeah. It just happened to me in Hobby Lobby the other day. Mm. Standing next to a woman and boom, there was a spirit. I was like, I'm not close enough. You know, (laughs) I I mean, did I tell her? Absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. What if she's a non-believer? What if that person just passed yesterday and she's in the worst part of her grief? Never, never. That's rude and invasive, and I would never do that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's hard to be out in public as like, oh, yeah, I'm a psychic medium. You know, you get a lot of looks for that.
0: Yeah. You, you do. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But, I, I, yeah, I can see that. And it sounds like keeping your boundaries clear is super important, doing the work yes, that yes. you do. Yes. Yeah. You're
1: right. That's exactly the perfect sentence for it, yes.
0: Yeah. What is the biggest thing you wish people knew about their loved ones and spirit?
1: That they are not angry, that they do not hate you, that they see things from a different perspective of, you know, the human part of you. Many, many people come to me and say, she's mad at me. I know she's mad at me. People need to know the spirit world is not mad. Mm. They may come through in a reading and say, you know, I was a really mad person, but that's because that was their personality when they were here. Mm. So people need to know that because the passing, transitioning, there's often a lot of things that are hard, right? Like either they couldn't be with their loved one or even their funeral wasn't what it was supposed to be, whatever. They need yeah. to know that, that their spirit's don't have the same feelings that we have here on earth
0: yeah
1: right yeah so that's what people need to know that they're always forgiven mm. for whatever they think they did and you know relationships on earth are difficult yeah it, 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 it they're difficult and there's ups and downs so that's what I want people to know most yeah the spirits love them yeah and that's it
0: yeah that's I mean that's a big thing I learned from you and and working with you and is that um they're at a higher place energetically like so much higher and that you also as a medium have to get to some some bit higher of, than the human perspective to to connect with them but their their perspective is at such a higher energetic level that so so many things don't matter anymore like you're saying like and that was so good to understand because I don't think we do. <laughs> Normally we think that they're the same person as when they were here, but they've already changed obviously when they've.
1: Right. And over. they come through with their personality and all of that. Um, just so that, you know, they're truly with you, you know, for the medium to give you evidence of the person they have um, by, you know, either a description or a manner of death or memories or things you've been seeing in your home or around you. Um but the anger and displeasure and all of those things come with the human body, ego. Mm. That's human. That's human. We get mad. Your spirits don't get mad. And I know that'll open up a whole host of questions about hauntings and blah, blah, blah. That is not what we're talking about here. That's something else. So, yeah, yeah. people need to know that they they don't have those carmudgeon feelings they may have when they're here. Yeah. It it goes.
0: Okay. Um, What is the biggest thing you wish people knew about being a medium and doing what you do?
1: Can you elaborate on that question?
0: Um, I mean, I think we've already talked about it so much about what it's like to be a medium, but just what do you wish people knew about what you do that they don't seem to know about being a medium?
1: That it's not like flipping a switch. <laughs> okay. I prepare energetically to raise my vibration. Many, many people think that I just, it could flip the switch and there I am in medium mode or there I am in psychic mode. So it's yeah. not like a switch being flipped. That's for me personally as a medium. Other people, it may be like that. I don't know. I can only speak for myself. Yeah. That's important for people to know. It's not like that for me.
0: Yeah. And then what we talked about, about making those boundaries, like that seems so important to know, because if you were to be open, like I, I feel that too, if I were to be open in every place I go in the grocery store or any place doing your normal life, you wouldn't be able to survive on this planet because you have to do what you have to do to be a human and you can't be open all the time. Like that's just in order to do the work you do and open up so deeply to do the readings for people that come and pay you, you have to close too. Like you can't, Mm -hmm. we're not, we're human. We're not in spirit world. We're human and we have to. So that seems so important for people, you know, to know whether they're trying to become a medium or psychic or they're going for a reading that you have to turn off <laughs> sometimes
1: right and, yeah. and not everybody is like that I mean there are people that have do things that are amazing you know I was watching Ghost Whisperer last night at this old show yes, with Jennifer Love the Hewitt
0: show. yes and how
1: she saw spirits everywhere like they were real people and wow I don't know if that would be cool or not but it certainly doesn't work that way for me
0: yeah yeah but, you
1: know yeah. Um, so other people have different, every single person is different and their abilities are different and their superpowers, so to speak, even though they're not superpowers are different, you know? So yeah, that that's important for people to know that for most mediums, it's not like a switch being flipped. Yeah. You know? And then when you're out to dinner and someone says, oh, what spirits are around me? You're like, oh man, <laughs> I'm having my appetizer <laughs> and you know, like, that that that's difficult because yeah. it's not like
0: that for me for me it's not like that. yeah I mean from what I can tell it's not like like you said it's not like that for most people I love that show too but it's enhanced by it's Hollywood <laughs> it's TV, a show
1: it's TV but yes. you know I actually do know someone that sees spirits that way oh okay I Do cool um, she's not a medium she hates it yeah I, I, I do know someone who does and it has been very difficult for her in her life and mm. very embarrassing, yeah. very embarrassing. Um, you know, she walks through an airport and she's like, "Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me." And her husband says, "No one's there." Mm. So people look at her like, you know, but she sees them. You know, I'm glad that's not me. Just yeah, saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you see so many people, and you work with so many people at a deep level, and I know you feel energy, of course what is one message that you would, you feel like the world needs to hear right now in your perspective?
1: We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. The world is crazy right now for me, for you, for everyone. Um, But the world goes through cycles of up, down, up, down, crazy, not crazy. And people are so afraid um, that everything is going to be different Things are going to be different. Things are always different. Things always change. We have to adapt to the changes without being so hardcore in what we want and what we believe. We should just open up and and roll with it and say, okay, I have to change my thinking on this. You know, I thought I was going to have a million dollars and now I'm not. Um, My Oreos, they don't have in the grocery store anymore. Oh my God, just buy a new one. Like we need to just change it what we want and change our outlook and just be a little bit kinder and a little bit nicer because it makes your world worse when you hold on to your old beliefs. So as far as what everyone is going through right now, yeah, it's scary. Am I scared too? Of course I am. I'm human. I have a house and like, you know, bank account and everything else like everyone should wants to have. Um, we have to just go with it and change how we treat people and and how we treat our own lives and be grateful for what we have yeah instead of always wanting more yeah. because it is being taken from us in in increments in different ways um the cycle of the earth is is just what it is and yeah. things always change if you look back in history yeah so that that's important i think for us to know to just like soften up a little hmm. you know do the best yeah. we can yeah and stop looking out for ourselves so much hmm. and 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 spread it around yeah you know
0: yeah i always i mean it helps me to think so much um that we chose to be here at this time during this crazy chaos like our spirits we may not understand why um or we may come to understand it at some point, but we chose to be here during this shifting of worlds that's happening. Like you're saying, like how things are changing so rapidly. And we, we wanted to be here for whatever reason we decided to be here. And that, yeah, that we have to adjust according, you know, because we, temporary. we have no control. Yeah. It's and then
1: temporary.
0: Don't. You're yes. here
1: for the lifetime, however long it will be. And then you transition. We all transition. Yes, we all die. And to say it like that, we all die sounds very dire and and scary, but we transition and we go into the spirit world. Our soul, our spirit goes to the spirit world, goes home. So what we're going through in the world is temporary. And as everybody knows, things always change in your life, no matter how bad it is, it always changes and can change for better depending on how you hold on to it and how you want to look at it That's individuals. That's our free will. Can you hold on to your trauma forever? Absolutely. Will it make your life harder? Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. Yeah. But we all need to know that this is temporary. We all go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it also seems important for people to... Um well, I know for me, like it helps to just pause in my day and, re, relax, you know, just to slow down and focus on what I need right now versus all the other things that are demanding things from me or, yeah, the world at large and just come back to yourself and pause and breathe and, you know, one step forward and then look around and then right. keep going. like
1: and, yeah. and slow down for a minute.
0: Because yes. we're all in a race to yes.
1: be things for other people, to make more money, to get all our errands done, to clean the house, to take care of our kids, to do all of the things. And we forget to say, wow, you know, I am grateful to have these kids or, oh, I am grateful to have this job because it makes me my money. It's not who I am. It's what I do. Um, but it's important to, to your roll yeah. And just be like, "Woo, slow down a minute, slow down. It's okay. Yeah. And yeah. reset your mind. Reset. Yeah. If you can. Right. Yeah. And just take a breather. You know, it makes me wish I was still a smoker. Because <laughs> when I was a smoker, I would go outside and have that cigarette. Yeah. And that gave me my moment to come sure. down. Yeah. And it was for me. I mean, it's toxic, but it was for me. So I really wish I had that, but I'm telling you, that is what it is. It's not that cigarette. It's taking a minute Yeah. just slow your roll.
0: Yeah. And to breathe, right. And just to breathe the fresh air outside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah. that's what we have to learn. We, we yeah. have to learn that just yeah. to take a second. It doesn't have to be like sitting in an old position for an hour. Take a minute. Just take a minute and say, okay, wow. All right. Slow down.
0: Yeah. And the gratitude seems so important just to, it, it is simple thing, but it, it means so much, like just to be grateful for what you have, because we all have just to be here. We have, you know, so many gifts that are given we, to us. We yeah. get
1: so used to what we have and we want more, but the things that where we don't show gratitude for, you know, I, I took a hot shower this morning. Yay for me. Yeah. Right? I have filtered water to drink. Again, yay for me. Yeah. Um, we're not grateful for those things, right? Yeah. Like
0: simple things. You
1: know, yeah. My coffee in the morning and 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 people who check on me. We just take that all for granted. Mm. And gratitude for you, know, you have lights in your apartment, right?
0: yeah yeah exactly like and heat and yeah you know and
1: we forget to be thankful for the things that we have that allow us to do more
0: yeah exactly
1: I know it sounds silly but it is so important it really is
0: no I agree I agree thank you so much um if anybody wants to book a reading with you or find out more about you how would how would they do that
1: um, I have a website. It's Christine Barrett. Um, Christine, C-H. My last name is B-A-R-A-T-H uh, dot com. OK. And you can read about me or book an appointment for there. OK.
0: And you do readings for people all over the world, right? I do. Yeah.
1: yeah. I do. Um, I know a lot of people don't feel that that is possible, but you know what? Energy is energy. Yes. Energy goes everywhere. So um virtual works just just fine
0: for mm-hmm. most people.
1: So yeah, I do I do it both ways.
0: Okay. Thank you so, so much. Thank I you, thanks
1: for so. having me. Um I hope I see you soon. We have to plan dinner. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Thanks. thanks for having me. Thank you everybody for listening and taking time out of your day.
0: thank you for listening to this episode of Reconnecting Us. To find out more about what I'm up to please check out deeprootsrising.com and to write to me, please write to deeprootsrisinglight at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and wishing you all the very best. Be good to yourself and each other.